you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. I remember like when I was a kid, we'd go on vacations and my parents, uh, my dad had like a little AE-1 camera, which is like a little film camera from Canon. And uh, I don't ever remember like being introduced to it. It was just like he had it. And so I would just steal it during vacations yeah. and go take pictures of random stuff. Between the Reps with Brooke Entz and Gina Chancharulo is a CastBox original produced alongside Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing and highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can listen to Between the Reps wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, welcome back to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. And no surprise here, we're not really sure what we want to talk about. <laughs> Except for we are going to have a guest on this episode. His name is Eric. He's a photographer. He's taking photos of me right now. That's why Gina was talking about my paparazzi. She just has them falling around every day. Uh, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. It's for those days when you feel kind of shitty about yourself. You know, you're like, can you just come around and capture all the shitty moments? So, yeah. when I, so I can just really so I can prove it feel to shittier. Prove it to people. Yeah. It's more so I can have him take lots of bad photos of me. So whenever Gina's having a bad day, <laughs> I can send her worse photos of me <laughs> to make her well, feel no, better. Well, no, I take so many bad photos. <laughs> you can be like, no, look, I do too. <laughs> it's like literally, it's like one in a hundred is a good picture of me. I, I definitely keep a few... In the arsenal. I keep them in my arsenal yeah, you do. to shoot there's to her. Some good ones. And she's seen all of them, but <laughs> when she's having a bad day, there's some good ones that will never see the light of day outside of herself. Don't piss me off. <laughs> I'll release them. She's just, you're just trying, <laughs> on eBay. Yeah. Who wants to see the worst photo of Brooke ever? Me. Said no one ever. All right. Um, what I was, wait a minute. <laughs> Okay. Oh, it's Stop. Monday. It's actually Monday. Um, went to breakfast with Eric this morning. Have you? One of the Eric who? I, Eric, how do you say your last name? Greenhall. Why? I feel like I have it in it's, my phone. It's spelled differently, but it's that's just, why. It's okay. just like you walked down a, a green hall. Greenhall. Yeah, Greenhall. But now <laughs> I want to look and see how it's spelled. You guys are like, wow. The GH is silent. <laughs> yeah, that's why Greenhall. Uh, H A L G H. Oh, yeah. Yep. How do people say green hog? Yeah. Do people say that a lot? Uh, that's a common one. And then the weirdest one ever, though, and I don't understand, is they say green wall. Green wall? Like, like, where do you get the W from? Yeah. Do you just say idiot yeah. right after? <laughs> idiot. Yeah, I mean, my last name is four letters, and it surprises me how many people messed it up. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yes. The what worst, do they call it? 
uh, NC. Oh, okay. Um, that's probably the only, like the, the real Eins? way. Eins? Eins, fine. Try it there. No, but uh, the worst is when I'm on the phone with someone, like buying airfare or something, and they need, they say my last name, right? Like, what's your name? Oh, Brooke, what's your last name? And so they're like, I'm like, well, I start spelling it. And then it's always, they always mess it up, and I spell it out, and then they get the letters still really confused. All of those letters. Four huh? letters. Yeah. And That's I have really one. tried to work on my pronunciation, two well, of my letters. Because even then, they still fuck up the N and the C. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Idiots. How about yours, though? Well, Chancharulo. Or Scarborough. Or Scarborough, yeah. I got screwed either way. So Or no your one first ever. name. My first name. My no fir um, what's your name? I'm Gina. Gina. And they're like, oh, G-I, no, sorry. J-E-A. <laughs> yeah, I just spell everything. And I've learned, like, on the phone that I have to go, like, C is in cat. Yeah. I-A-N is in Nancy. Because yep. they always screw it up. So, yeah. There's that. What's funny is Nico, when he, my ex got my name tattooed across his belly. He, that's real It's J-E-A-N-N-A. And people literally were like, I can't believe he has his exes. They thought it was like his ex. Because oh. they didn't put it together that it was my name on his stomach. <laughs> Just when they would meet us at Tell first. that story really quick. Which one? When he came home with that. Oh, man. Well, so it was our first anniversary and... It was really funny because he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go do something. I'll come right back. And I, I think I was with, with, the, kid, with the kids. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think I was with the kids at the pool. And because uh, we had like a his and, and my situation. So we had like uh, three kids like swimming around. And he literally like goes because everyone's probably like, huh, it's first year anniversary. Three kids. Yeah. Yes. His, hers, and ours. Yes. We had uh, kids when we came into it. Um, but uh, he showed up at the pool and he had this big bandage on his stomach and he and he takes it off and it's like Gina and like big giant letters like, and it kind of it literally goes, goes up and up over his belly button like across his whole stomach and I was like whoa like what the hell <laughs> thank you happy anniversary yeah it's like uh. Um, I guess I need to go get a tattoo. So I got a tiny little one on the inside of my ankle and he used to always be like, oh cool, you could cover that up easily. <laughs> and then he would joke, he'd be like, yeah, if, I, if, we, if ever, we, ever got divorced, we ever got divorced, I'll just put sucks underneath it. <laughs> and now we're divorced. Yeah, they're divorced he get, and he didn't get he it He didn't get sucks. sucks, he just got it removed. But I do want to yeah. dress up as him for Halloween. Oh my God, and get it. Yeah. Just a bald cap and then Before me name. and Gina became best friends, me and Nico were best friends. <laughs> we're still good friends, but yeah, we're all good friends. Um, I stole you. Yeah, he led He's me. Still mad he about led it. me to the, my, yeah. my bestest. But I want to dress up like him for Halloween, and I want to like get a bald cap, <laughs> and then draw draw Gina across my belly. What are you gonna wear on your boobs? Uh, he has another tattoo up here, doesn't he? Yeah, but are you gonna wear a bra? What you're gonna wear like a wife beater? Yeah, probably, probably a wife, wife beater. beater. Like half like cut off. Probably a wife beater and I'll just like constantly being like, <laughs> pull my gut out. <laughs> and then vans. Yep. You know, and Levi's. Trunks. Yeah, or Levi's. Trunks. Yes. Yep. That's his whole. Or flip flops and Levi's that mm -hmm. are a little long and mm -hmm. frayed. I hope he's listening to this. <laughs> he doesn't he's listen to us. definitely not. Does not listen to us. Anyways, I was talking about going to breakfast with Eric. Okay. I want to know if this has ever happened to you. And then listeners, you can think about if this has happened to you. Uh, all of a sudden, it's silent in there. And there's someone on the ground that's like passed out or fallen or something crazy. Yeah. First, I'm thinking it's someone who's at the restaurant. But then I noticed that they were behind the counter. Mm -hmm. Anyway, sat there forever. They're like asking people to like check her, find her purse to see if she has any medication in her purse. And so they're taking these big pill bottles over and I'm thinking this woman's gotta be old. She was like- <laughs> I just assumed she was old. Well, because like- No, I know. Yeah, yeah. one, okay, maybe they fell. Right. Old. <laughs> <laughs> I just fell. I know. <laughs> old. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fall, old. Giant yeah. bottles of pills. So I'm thinking like maybe epilepsy, maybe something sure. crazy. And then me and Eric are oh. sitting there and we're kind of waiting and waiting and waiting. Sorry guys, people are doing yard work, which is totally <laughs> okay. fine. The lawnmower. Um, finally, they, they get her standing. 
happy he's employed. <laughs> they get her standing and she's like, probably like maybe 18, 17, like a young she's girl. A baby. Well, redhead and like, uh, she still looked like she was definitely just like out of it. But you like, we need more doctors around all the time. <laughs> Can I get a doctor in the house? But yeah, have you ever been anywhere when someone, I haven't. someone's like gone down? No, I and haven't. Everyone's like, no one knows what to do. I mean, that's not true. One time I was in church and I think they like drug a lady out and she was like moaning and yelling and oh, they were trying my to kids thought she was being her. weird and so they started laughing and I had to tell them like, stop laughing. It's like someone's hurt, you know? Uh, but no, I've never, I've never had that happen. We have a friend though who's a doctor yeah, Jordan, who's been on what, two flights. Same trip. Same it? trip. Two flights, had to assist someone and got free flights yeah. for both of them. I mean, at least all that money you're putting into your PhD is going somewhere. Okay, this Free is crazy. Flight. This is crazy story. So, do you remember when I went and did that trip to? Where did I go to Mexico? I went to. Uh, in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, I don't remember what it's called. Oh, I went to Puerto Vallarta. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was a tough one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> One of the most popular destinations. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Like Puerto Vallarta. Yeah, okay. Anyways, I went to Puerto Vallarta and I went for like the little fitness retreat that I did. Okay. Um, a few years ago, I took Sam with me. Sam Dancer. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys like did we the were, beach workouts. Yeah, we went and did like beach workouts and went and did a bunch of stuff. Well, we went and did a little day trip. This like very like a beachy town where a lot of people go. Well, uh -huh. also it takes forever to get there. There's no close by hospitals or close by medical places. Right. And we're out on the beach and we're walking around and we're walking around, you know, swimming and stuff. And I remember I was standing next to, sorry, the, the, lawnmower. the lawnmower is kicking in the hike here as you're oh, telling shit. your story. Okay. Sorry guys, this is just Talk the way, louder. this is just the Talk way it has louder. to be right now. Yeah. We're really sorry about this podcast and the lawnmower, but this is it. This is us. This is it. Anyways. Anyway. Looking in the water. And all of a sudden, and Sam saw this the same time I did. I noticed this guy who's out there like swimming. And I'm like, oh, it must be a, like a snorkeling. Because he's on his belly. Like um, feet, like just, just face like down. face Floating. down. And I'm so, I, so for a minute, because his arms are by his side too. Yeah. He's got water shoes on. And so I watch him for a minute, like to see like, oh, he's going to like paddle or yeah some breathe because <laughs> yeah. i'm also looking i'm like you don't have a snorkel on your face has been in the water for a really long time That's and scary. so sam's next to me and like i see it and like he sees it like right after me and we just bolt out into the water we get out to this guy we roll him over it was like the grossest thing i really it was very it's so super bloated belly He's like already dead. gray Okay, we're like convinced he, he, he okay, no. sorry, I'm, I'm skipping ahead to the story. Convinced that he's dead, heavy, heavy guy. So we all have we all grab him, me and Sam, and one of the couple of the other guys that were there for, with us for the fitness retreat come out and grab him. We drag him into the beach and roll him on his side, and the beach is kind of at a slant, so we're trying to like get water out of him, yeah. Basically, this guy we sat and tried to get we got him to like call um like throw up water oh okay. still like super unresponsive yeah and just gray like his whole body super gray we end up getting him onto a trying to do uh trying to do cpr get him onto a gurney take him up into the shade and they're still just trying to work like work with him and trying to get him to have like like be responsive mm -hmm. and they, they told us like it could be hours before an ambulance could get there. Oh my God. Because one, there wasn't anything close by. Two, they weren't exactly, apparently like this beach is definitely a destination where people go on vacation and they drink a lot and they get in the water. Oh, okay. And like because of that, it's almost like there are problems a lot and like, and they just, they have no rush to like, like get there. Eh, natural selection. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get drunk and go in the water. It's your but fault. also, don't speak <clears throat> Spanish, right? Right. Everyone's being Sam. Like we don't speak Spanish. Well, somehow, uh, after a while of him being like, you know, I was putting like cold water on him and him being in the shade and kind of being responsive, but still like really, really messed up. 
we find out that he had epilepsy. Oh. There were some of his family members that came down and found him, found out that he, he was, had epilepsy and he basically had a seizure in the water, but no one, no one was with him. Where were they? And no idea. <laughs> Horrible. But yeah, that was like the one, probably one of the craziest That's experiences scary. for me. Like I literally watched, I'm just watching this guy and I'm like, okay. That is so scary to just me. Just like watching him like, is he going to move or, cause it, I would see waves coming mm -hmm. and he wouldn't, he would just like, Boom. just, yeah. And so I'm like, that's not, that's not right. Right. Yeah. Well, and I've done like a CPR class before, but I feel like in that situation, I would forget everything. Oh yeah. I mean, Personally. I didn't do it. Did well, we I know you're not supposed to put your yeah. mouth on them anymore. No, it's just, you do chest, chest, chest compressions yeah. to the music, to the, to the song oh, yeah. of, it's from the office. Yeah. It's to the song Staying of, alive. Uh, Staying Alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay alive, stay alive. I know. Yeah, I know. It's funny though. When I took the course, they uh -huh. taught that same thing. Huh. Yeah. I I took the course with my uh, brother-in-law, Matt. Yeah. And you know he doesn't enunciate very well. Yes. And uh, they had they they would make us run through um, like drills, and they had him like, you know, he had to like go up and like act like. Are you okay? Oh. And like, <laughs> and like, do this like run through. Yeah. And he named him, and that was the funniest thing to us. He was like, I can't remember the name that he gave, but it was like he like went up. He's like, Are you okay, Bob? And all of us were like, Bob, did you just name him? Like that wasn't even part of the thing. Like you just totally improvised. Nice work. But yeah, it was really funny. Oh Couldn't stop gosh. making fun of him. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Bob, are you, I hope you're okay, Bob. <laughs> Bob, we're like gonna, no inflection. Yeah, like, like no, his mouth's not moving. Bob, we're gonna turn you over. <laughs> <you're> not, Bob. <laughs> like, oh my god. Just don't talk to him at all. Oh man. No one can understand what you're saying. Anyway. Well, that's very scary. So she yeah. was okay this morning now? Yeah, I think oh. they got her up and then she walked. They finally took her into the back of the, the kitchen. Mm hmm And um Yeah. Then you guys think, were out. Yeah, and Eric even said he was like, well. Better conscious than unconscious. Conscious? <laughs> That's true. Unconscious? Unconscious? No, unconscious. <laughs> unconscious? Conscience is the... Unconscious. Fuck. I think a conscience is like Jiminy Cricket. It's your conscience. Yeah, your conscience. Unconscious? Unconscious. Words yes. are hard. Words are hard. Anyways, that was my morning. Um, yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah. It's nice. Eric's in town just for the day. He got mm -hmm. in yesterday. And we're going to do some photos and hang out. Cool. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to, because you guys are watching this film right now, <laughs> I'm going to check the battery on the camera. And we'll come back. And we're going to have Eric on. We're going to ask him a little bit about his photography company and his CrossFit gym in Arizona. So whenever I go, whenever, 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 I, whenever I go to Arizona, um, I usually will go and train a little bit at his gym when I'm getting my hair done. It's a very cool gym. CrossFit Veer. Like deer, but With veer. a V. Like you're driving, you need to veer left. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. <laughs> I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey guys. Hey, welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. We finally have Eric here. You guys actually probably heard him talking in the background because when he wasn't on the podcast, we had I had him taking photos of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we did the podcast where uh, we I just I turned the camera and talked, and I didn't know that it automatically shuts off at thirty minutes. Oh, I didn't so you know just that. Keep going forever, and yeah. So we went. We probably talked for probably like forty minutes, mm -hmm. and. We're checking it and not only do, so at this point we didn't even know that it shut off. Right. All we knew is we were trying to listen to it and we we're like, huh, <laughs> wonder no, why we can't hear no it. Yeah. There's no sound. I forgot to turn on the microphone. You know, but maybe it's just because you can't hear, I need to like plug it into the computer or whatever. And then Mars gets in he's like, so one, there's no sound. Two, there's like, it ran out. Yeah, it was like 20 minutes. That's it. <laughs> that was a challenging day. We're like, we're learning. It was it's a, a learning it was curve. a rough day, and they're like, cool. Curve. We have to do it again. So we did it again, and then we had to do it again. <laughs> yeah. Lesson learned. Now we have a timer on. Yes. At All least right. you have a chance to do it again. Yeah. Sometimes I've been photographing stuff, and you realize oh. like, because a lot of times my cameras will hang on my hip, uh -huh. and like in moving, it'll like mess a dial up, and I don't even think to check it before, so I'll like pull up my camera shoot like a whole series of stuff and then you go back to check it and you realize like it's and either super underexposed or super overexposed and, and you're like it. you're like oh well uh, hopefully you don't need any of that one because <laughs> oh, uh, uh, yeah i messed that up pretty yeah. bad so. no, i've done right. that with this camera when we had a different mic on it though and the mic you you had to turn it on and off oh yeah so this one you plug it in and it turns on and off when the camera's on and off nice so one it preserves battery yeah yeah which is also why i didn't even think to check the battery right. last time uh on the other one though there were many times where we'd be filming or vlogging <laughs> no sound yeah That's... zero sound and like tommy's done it too like where we've been somewhere and tommy's been filming like mars do something right and then he didn't turn on the sound. He can, you can't use any right. of it. But that's what well, I'm saying. What you gotta start doing is just having someone do some voiceover. I will say this: at least you didn't uh, video your sister's birth and turn it off instead of on. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that's what I did. This is amazing footage. Yeah. That we only are kid shooting. that they've had. The only kid they're ever gonna have, right? They oh, waited like oh, 10 no. years to have a kid together, and I end up being in the room. And then last minute, they're like. Oh, will you stay? And I was so excited. I was like, yeah. And they were like, here, will you film it? And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I turned it on, but they had already turned it on. So uh, I literally turned it off. So when they went back to watch it, the only part that they got video of was before is after. Well, oh, it was like right before okay. and then right after. And it's just of the ground. And they're like, <laughs> yay. And I was like, oh my just God. Just the camera like around the side. Yeah. Like, and I didn't realize that. And like everyone's like, like around the baby. And I'm like, oh. My God, what have I done? What have I done? Just slowly sneak yeah. out. She met, how mad was she? She wasn't. Actually, she was pretty cool about it. She's like, I mean, you know she's what? Probably... Hindsight, who wants to see that anyway? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. They were actually much nicer to me about it than I thought they would be. But yeah, so it's not that bad. All right. Moving Enough on. about me and you and yeah. our weird tangents. Yeah. Who cares Eric about that? Greenhall, photographer, owns Imam Photography and CrossFit Veer. He lives in. Uh, 
I mean, for Arizona, all of the places are so close to each other. So it's are you awesome. in Scottsdale, Gilbert? So we're actually in Mesa. Okay, but Mesa. But it's all part of the Phoenix area because okay. we're just there. You can't even you drive down the road and you have it's no insane. idea when you go in from one to another. Like where so. the can't yeah the yeah. lines are. You really yeah. don't. It's not even signs. I yeah. go there and it's like, where am I? Phoenix, Mesa, Scottsdale, Gilbert. Yeah. Like in all uh, all these different areas, I have no idea where I am. Every They've time. all grown together. Mesa. Yeah, technically Mesa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, how long have you been doing photography? Uh, I started photography when I was in high school, so it's probably like 16 years now. And then like CrossFit type stuff or or this type of stuff uh, for the last five. So it's been a pretty crazy ride. But I remember like when I was a kid, we'd go on vacations, and my parents, uh, my dad had like a little AE1 camera, which is like a little film camera from Canon. And uh, I don't ever remember like being introduced to it. It was just like he had it, and so I would just steal it during vacations yeah. and go take pictures of random stuff. Um, and it's weird because I never really thought of it as a profession when I was little. Yeah. You know, everyone wants to be like a football player or whatever. Right. So I had those same type of dreams. But um, as I kept going into school and, and I think my junior year in high school, I just needed an extra elective. And a couple of my friends were taking a photo class, so I took it and just kind of fell in love with it and doing it ever since. So That's so cool. Yeah. So now you're like blending the two things that... Yeah, it's, CrossFit and that. Yeah, it's really weird because uh, seven years ago, I, didn't, I mean, I'd heard of CrossFit. I never even knew what it was. Right. And then a good friend of mine uh, invited me down to go CrossFit at his gym. And of course, just like anybody other uh, CrossFit story. Drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> my first workout was Helen. And okay. Helen, three rounds, 400 meter run, uh, mm -hmm. 21 kettlebell swings, 12 pull-ups. And as a guy, you always have this like, oh yeah, I, I can totally crush this workout. No big deal. Yeah. So I go out on the first run and I sprint and I come back in and I'm halfway through the kettlebells and I'm starting to feel weird. I'm like, okay, <laughs> something's wrong here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, like I, I'm pretty sure that I use like a scale. Like I, I'm pretty sure I was using like the girl's kettlebell weight, which is the 35. And I can only do one strict pull up and they don't teach you how to kip, right? right? Until you're confident in doing right. strict. So anyway, I'm using a green band on the pull ups. I'm using a little, little kettlebell. <laughs> I go out for my second run and I'm like halfway through and I'm like, oh no, this is not good. So for like 10 straight minutes, I was next to a bush puking my guts out. Like <laughs> everything that was in my stomach. Oh they they my sent someone to come find me. They were they, they didn't know what <laughs> well, happened like, to me. It's the new guy. Yeah, like, what's happening? Well, and I've been out there forever. Yeah. Like I wasn't coming back. Like people that walk go faster <laughs> than what I was doing. <laughs> You're probably being like, even if you would have walked. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. he run yeah. to his car? And so go they home? came out, found me. I'm like still next to this bush, like puking my guts out. And they're like, oh yeah, well let's just make it back in. You can you can just stop. So I finished the workout really, really slow, like 20-something minutes yeah. uh, for a workout that should take. Hey, at like, least you finished it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 and I feel like there's two different types of people in that situation. There's a type of person who's like, that's not for me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not into throwing up or whatever else. Right. But I was the other type of person who was like, why am I throwing up? I've been going to the gym forever, like something right. about this. So yeah, seven years later and now I own a CrossFit gym and... It's just the way it it's is. Crazy so. how it's super fun. I love it. It's like work. one round in, I come in and I just, I, I start noticing like something's changed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel something's right. changing. Yeah. Not quite sure what it is yet, but yeah. I imagine in another oh ten, five God. minutes, I'm gonna know what it is. I've yeah. never, I've never mm, puked after a workout. Yeah, I've definitely felt I've, nauseous. I've, yeah, I've never yeah. actually puked. But I know people that like almost every time. Miranda Oldroyd. <laughs> She's a puker. Yeah. <laughs> she is a puker. Yeah. I, I think it's Get the demons out. So like I hate throwing out more than anything else in the world. If someone was like, you could cut off a finger and never throw up the rest of your life, I'd be like, which one and with what instrument? Like a hammer or something and chisel. I don't even yeah. care. So I think like I definitely don't push myself to the point where I'm gonna throw up because I hate it so bad. Yeah. But yeah, that's the only time I've ever thrown up in a CrossFit workout. But Yeah. Or like Matt Fraser pukes before every uh, every competition. Really? Yeah. Like, like before like you nervous? start? Oh, nervous? nervous? No, oh, yeah, 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 I can't do it's that. It's him. No. Like, it's not like he wants to. It's like, it's like a... His body just says, yeah. just get does rid of it. it. Yeah. It knows right. what, the, what it's going to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't even drink pre-workout. Like, I'm just going to throw it up anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. So were you, what were you doing before for, what were you doing for work before you, I guess, were you getting like more professionally, or, like working as a photographer before you opened CrossFit Beer? Yeah, so I so what were you doing when before? I graduated high school um, and I, I started going to college for photography, 
and it was just like weddings and families and portraits stuff like that um, so really I, I shot weddings exclusively for almost 10 years and then when I started getting into CrossFit I also had kind of not got burnt out but it was just harder for me to like really get excited about weddings anymore because mm -hmm. it just becomes so repetitive yeah, over and right. over again like people would come to me with like some crazy idea about going to some destination and that would excite me more than anything because it's like totally new place whatever right. else but like the venues like right around town you're just like I've been there so many times right. shot so many different people it's just like how do you how do you stay creative with that so when CrossFit came around it was like really fun to kind of like explore new things and then I kind of slowly just worked myself away from the wedding side of it and then just really started working with the athletes and the companies that sponsor the athletes so that's kind of where my story as far as that's concerned is but I've I've always been a professional photographer as far as like how I make my living. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. What would you say is the hardest thing, uh, or maybe was the hardest thing, learning how to show, uh, show, learning how to <laughs> shoot athletes? Um, the biggest thing for me is understanding like what their goals are for like what we're photographing. And it kind of depends. Sometimes you're shooting for a company that's having an athlete shot. And sometimes you're shooting for the athlete because they're trying to promote themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's really just based on um, like what our goal is, like what what we're trying to accomplish with that, whether it's showing off a product or just showing off them or in a product. So the hardest thing I think for me is understanding like the end game for each person mm -hmm. and then trying to fulfill like their vision, right? Because sometimes if I get all the control, then it's easy for me to create like what I want to create. If it's like you're trying to work within a scope of what they're looking for, mm -hmm. then you're trying to make sure that you show their vision, not just like what you imagine it is. Mm -hmm. right. So that's probably the hardest thing for me. How about lighting for mm -hmm. athletes? Um, that's same kind of thing. Like obviously, I like to shoot as much natural as possible. Like I can shoot studio. I've done that plenty of times before. But I think the hard part with studio lighting is you're very limited to like that individual shot at a time. Whereas like with athletes, everything's got to be like, look like it's in motion. Like you want to create a as natural as possible mm -hmm. type thing. So that's the hardest, generally speaking, because most CrossFit gyms, especially when we shoot CrossFit, they're just like dark caves. Yeah, of, yeah. and like yeah. terrible really lighting. Awesome. Right. Like yeah. ours has like all that fluorescent terrible lighting. Terrible Right, exactly. I mean, I so look all like of it's, the Crypt Keeper. Exactly. Yeah. It takes a picture of me in there. So, and that's hard because it's all yeah. down lighting. You don't have yeah. anything else coming right. in. So shadows always come this way. And if you're making a super moody, that's what you want. Like sure. if you want something really harsh, then like, yeah, because like abs and everything pop right. that way. But nothing the old else. Faces yeah, no, everything else. <laughs> you don't terrible. Yeah, all everything else to pop good. in your old face. Yeah, so, so, yeah everything else looks neck, terrible. Neck down is fine. Yeah. Almost every time I've had a photo shoot and they like plan, like for it's a, a sponsor or whatever, they plan to go to our gym. I'm always like, it's terrible. No, yeah. <laughs> Not, no. Yeah, I even try to like figure out ways to like get people out of the gym as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Even if we have to bring a bunch of gear and like make it seem like nobody actually trains here, but. It still lends for better photography because natural light is, is so much better than anything right. else you can do. And they can move without having to worry about like stopping for each individual shot. They well, can that's happened to her out. before. I remember uh, there's been a time when someone will like have, have someone come in uh, photograph you, mm -hmm. but they're not, they, it's not what they normally do. Like they've right. normally done weddings or something. They haven't done somebody like an athlete, like in motion. Exactly. And they were having her like pose. Yeah. Like in the middle of like you were saying like like catching someone during the movement right and she she's like coaching them like <laughs> no i can't do it like this right like, you're not going to get the shot like this yeah i literally yeah. like there's been times for different sponsors where it's like they, they kind of don't know what they're doing and i'm like so irritated <laughs> so like i've like i've literally had to like take full control over yeah. over the the shoot and then ends up being fine yeah but it's like there's there are photographers in sport that i'm like you don't know how to shoot an athletic body right. like you need to figure that out because it's you can't it's like you can't shoot it the same yeah it's, especially it's, when i say especially women yeah oh yeah because like even like with mars or the guys from like crossfit hq well none of them are from crossfit hq anymore but they used to be uh, I think I would get irritated at them being like stop shooting girls like that <laughs> Like we're already giant humans right. like you don't need to shoot me from a down like a low to high angle Like don't right. make me look bigger than I already am right. You know or it's like uh, they'll do the super moody lighting yeah like mood lighting and it's yeah. like you've got this You they're trying to like make your whole body pop, but I'm like, but you then take away any attractiveness in the face 
Yeah, like and then you have my body that already is pretty hard, and now you make my face look even sharper and harder. And it's like, like I get like what you're trying to do, but there has to be, like you have to still have a balance. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. that's where it comes down to like making sure that it's your vision and not you know like because I can think of a million crazy things to do and make it as harsh and crazy as possible. Right. Um, but it's like, what's what's our end game? What's our goal? What, what are we trying to accomplish? So yeah, and it's, I think it's, I mean, I'm not a photographer, but I've been around photographers and videographers for so long. I think it's a matter too of like having to remind yourself to look at the big picture. Right. Versus looking at something. Right. You know, it's like if, you know, you could look at like the details, but unless you like actually look at like the whole thing, like you might get so drawn into like the details of, of seeing the lines here and the right. depth here. But if you don't look at how the whole thing looks, it's like you could literally make this person look like garbage with great abs. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, look at this garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if, all, if all you were trying to do was show off like abs, obviously you could easily do that where it's like zoomed in on right. that part as opposed to like that as a whole. But right. yeah, it's totally, it's, it's a, it's a process for sure. And yeah. you get better at it the more you do it for sure. sure. Or if like for me, I just, fo I photograph better in natural light. Yeah. And a lot of that is because I, we were talking about this the other day because my, of the YouTube video. Um, yeah. I have like really prominent features. Like I have like really high cheekbones and, but I have really small eyes. And like there's air, like the way that my face, like I all see it sometimes, like when I see like video or photos of me too. Like, yeah, I get Botox. No, I don't get a lot of Botox and I still have a lot of movement in my face. <laughs> but people, and I can see it sometimes, they're legitimately think that I've had plastic surgery <laughs> done. <laughs> And I'm like, no. And they think that I've had my cheeks like done. And I'm like, no. Right. You know, and it's like, I was talking to my friend Kevin. We were on, we were on a bike ride and I was talking to him about this YouTube video. Yeah, and totally. it's what he said. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> so the YouTube video comes out. It's the Brute, uh, the one I did for Brute Strength, the okay. Brute Showdown. And I remember I was watching the, they have the first episode, like Meet the Girls. And yeah, no, I, I don't look great all the time. Like currently I've got a rash on my forehead. It's really obnoxious. <laughs> you know, I'm like, don't do my makeup all the time. Like that, 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 yeah, that's normal. Right. But we had to do these interviews and it was after we had trained all day. Yeah. And we're in Louisiana where you're just sweating. Yeah. And they're like, okay, hey, we're going to go here and do the interviews. And I was like, I have it. I'm like, can I do mine tomorrow? Like tomorrow morning? I didn't have any of my stuff with me. Right. And they're like, no, we're gonna, we gotta do it today. And I'm like, oh my God. So my hair is like in a ponytail. I've been sweating and training. I have none of my stuff with me, like no makeup. And I'm like, well, I mean, I guess like this is my reality. So yeah. this is it. Right. So we go, all of the girls had all their makeup in their bags. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone else is all done up. Oh yeah. <laughs> like all of them have all their makeup in their bags. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Well, we get to my interview and I remember I'm watching my interview and I, and I don't know who like set up the lighting and like the studio, all the girls, I feel like I watched the interviews and they all had like makeup on though. And it like, looks pretty good for me. It was like so bright yeah, and I'm so fair and blonde just and I have up. no makeup on, right. but it like literally just like flattens me out right. and just makes me look weird as fuck. And so it's like, I'm watching this and I was like, oh, as soon as like my interview comes on, I'm like, here we go. <laughs> wait for it. I was like, wait, 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 put my, my armor on. <laughs> oh, I know. But like hundred percent. I, so I'm riding my bike with Kevin and I, I had started watching that and I didn't want to read any comments. So like the next week, episode two came out. Yeah. Episode two is like, we finally start working out. Right. And I've been getting tagged and all this stuff. Cause I like, I, I won the deadlift. But then I didn't win because they went off of a Wilkes scale. So they took your body weight into account, uh, okay. but they didn't even have a stand on a scale. So uh, Maddie Forberg is the power lifter that was there. Sure. You know, I think they probably just went off of like her competition weight. Right. A lot of people were not very happy about that uh, because okay. I pulled more weight than anyone. Sure. No, you killed it. 397. <clears throat> right? 379. Yeah, so like I'm reading this, I was like, you know, I'll read some of the comments and like YouTube, I, I really try to not read comments in general because sure. there's there's so many lots crazy of crappy ones. But there was a lot of like a lot of pretty good ones. And so 
I let myself read the comments on the first episode and it was gnarly. Horrible. Did you go and what, read them? I did after you said that. It was Awful. gnarly. Okay, there was like not one. Awful. There was not one good one. Oh. All the guys uh, are like, I'm gonna go and read the comments. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, yeah. I wasn't going to, but then you were upset, and so I was I like, was having a I, it really put me in I quite need to the see rut. what the hell. And when I read it, I was like, I don't know how anybody could read it and not be that upset. It was awful. <laughs> People are awful. <laughs> and all I kept thinking is, just wait till episode two. Yeah, I mean, if it if awful. they weren't if they weren't attacking my appearance, they were attacking your ability. Or they they were legitimately. Attacking, it was like, bad. It was one attacking my appearance, talking about how uh, much plastic, how much plastic surgery I've had. <laughs> Oh, here we go. All the steroids I'm on. I'm like, go fuck yourself. I'm injured. Yeah. One, right. I'm competing against people that I would say they're not using anything, but they're in sports where you would definitely think that like, that's where you would, like, that's what you would question. Sure. I'm like, how are you all still questioning me? Right. Yeah. It was so it was awful. like attacking my appearance. Okay. That felt pretty shitty. Told me I looked like I was 40 years old. <laughs> Oh, that's younger than me. Uh, <laughs> still, <laughs> still younger than me. Yeah. I'd be stoked if somebody said she's like, like wait a minute. Forty years old. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, I mean, you don't want to be not even then, thirty. But then yeah, they yeah, were yeah. like, yeah. there were so many people that were like, I was the I was the worst representation of CrossFit. Yeah, it was yeah, it was bad. I was like. Why would they they chose me to come do this show? You weren't relevant. Oh, because I, yeah. what? I'm not relevant. Oh, I'm probably only doing it because my husband's doing the um, doing the video. And Mars was helping video, but he didn't he didn't edit it. He didn't do any of that shit. Right. And like I was going regardless. He came because I was going because they were asked him to come for a little extra help. Right. So there. <laughs> yeah, we can we can, we can like, like address like, every for sure like with so many it things was awful like, yeah so many they things were, terrible. were like i was the worst representation yeah um why would you have someone come who was injured like just all this shit like how i was like gonna do terrible yeah, yeah. and at this point i'm reading these and i'm like because this is just the interview so far yeah you haven't even like done anything yes this yet. is yeah. the interview oh uh, yeah this and is so just like, like but i just like that welcome them. yeah here's our athletes yeah here's yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and then it was okay. like boom boom so boom nothing's even even grenade, happened grenade oh, oh just that's the word awful. gnarly one i mean yeah. it was awesome because she ends up just killing it crushing it yeah and so it's like i'm i'm reading it and it's like really it's like really upsetting it's like one of those things where it's i can't i'm not gonna i can't believe what you're saying but i still have to read i'm still reading it and I'm still having to reassure myself that you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and that I'm not 40, 29. <laughs> you know, and so it's like, I was just really upset. And I told, yeah. I think I had talked to someone about it where I had told you too, like after reading stuff like that, even though I know that they're not true and I know that they're just trolls and I know that that's like, you know, the amount of good like totally outweighs the bad and usually on some you know videos or things like people that don't have anything bad to say they're not gonna we don't necessarily comment right right yeah, like it's like you see things yeah, and yeah. you love it but we don't like, even to me like you may not like it or you may not comment on it but that doesn't mean you don't love it or you don't like it right it's like there are shitty people that are like i need to tell you all stuff i don't like right. like i know that <laughs> that situation but then i'll go throughout my day and i legitimately will f will see myself differently in the in the mirror well yeah or like shitty. and I feel a whole lot different. Yeah. So, anyways, full circle. I'm on a bike ride with my friend Kevin, and I've had a bad day. And I had talked to you, and I was like going on this bike ride to feel better. Yeah. Which worked, by the way. And I, I said, out. I started talking to him about it, and and telling him like what they were saying or whatever. And his his response, he's very, he's an interesting dude, funny. Mm -hmm. He said, "Well, I'm not I'm not trying to say that the." the the haters were right. And I go, but like, my, with, with a pause. Yeah, like, yeah are you trying my, to make you feel better? <laughs> yeah. I'm on my bike and I'm like, it's, a pep talk. Yeah, like, it's the butt. Yeah. Comment, and I go, right? I'm like, like ready. Yeah. yeah. I'm like ready for whatever he's going to say. And I go, okay. And he said, he pauses and he's like, well, now I'll just say it since I already started. And I was like, yeah, Please say it. Spit it out. Spit it out. And he said, some, like, definitely in some video and photos, you look way different than you actually look in real life yeah. and my response was i know right <laughs> like yeah. i a hundred percent know no i think and you said when you told me the story you were like thank you <laughs> thank you yeah i, I, know, I did no, i did yeah i did what you said 
Yeah. And he was just saying, he's like, they need, you know, you need to be photographed in natural light. Like, and I'm like, I know, like I have features that are very like yeah. prominent and you like me poorly and it will, it will legitimately just make look harsh. Look oh, it yeah. yeah. It changes like the heart. whole entire thing. And that's yeah. sometimes working with people longer. Like if you get more than one opportunity, it's nice because you, you learn what works, what doesn't and then, yeah. like, and then what they like too. So right. that always makes a big deal too. Like working with people for more than just like. One, one time, time right yeah, right for sure. well and then someone. i suppose i mean this actually i was just thinking about this just now but lighting for video versus lighting for photo. oh yeah totally different because i didn't even think about that right yeah. so like this interview that i was talking about they also took photos that day oh okay oh but, the, the but and mars took the photos and the photos look great right and i look fine yeah. and you can like see the depth and the, and the you know you see they're they're great photos right but the video i look I look bad. Like I look super flat. Plus, I didn't have any makeup on. Right. Uh, washed out. Kind of. I, I kind of gross. If you ask me, I just couldn't do <laughs> it. I couldn't do anything about it. And yeah. In the moment, I thought to myself, "Wow. Well, this is my reality. I can't change it. Yeah, this yeah. is what I look like." And, and then, deal with it. <laughs> but then, but as soon yeah. as I watched the video, I was like, "Oh, should have changed it." Yeah. Nah. <laughs> but I, I, like, nah. I think everyone goes through that. Like it's perspective. Like. You know, you've met a lot of the people that come to my gym and things like that. And constantly when they talk about us working together, they're always like, can she even take a bad photo? I know. You know, so yeah. like, you know what I mean? Right. From like an outside perspective, there's so many people that would see it as the opposite way. Like they, they judge themselves differently too. And right. then they see like other people that they see all the time. And they're always like, there's just no way for you to take a bad photograph. And I'm sitting you're there like, like well, actually, I'm a really, just a really great photographer. You're well, like, listen, yeah. listen, there's no, no. a lot of No, 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 when we go through the editing, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, that's not going <laughs> right, to Yeah, 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 like, you definitely see the bad ones. But, uh, yeah. you know, that's, that's, that's with every single thing. I mean, there's not a photo shoot out there in the million years that they do not have so many dang files that they just throw in the trash. Right. Because whether it's how you looked that day, whatever it is, they're just like, this isn't a best representation of what we're going for anyway. Yeah, sure. So, it, it happens yeah. on every one, but, but yeah, so, like, from their perspective, you can't take a bad photograph. So, you know, a positive thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Let, no, and, yeah, that, yeah. and that on a positive note. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, so I, I believe the importance of someone who, like, I'm now going to have to start figuring out the best, like, some little tips and tricks or things that I could tell a photographer, like, hey, you know, I look better in this slider. We should do it here mm -hmm. or not do it here. Yeah. And because keep, now and keep I, your makeup bag on you. Yeah. And always, <laughs> always, always keep, keep my makeup bag on me. <laughs> Um, the emergency. But yeah, yeah. The, the importance of one, if you're going to be photographed a lot, like have a good idea of like what helps you look like yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying look the best. I'm saying look like yourself. Like mm -hmm. I'm just trying to look. I just want to look like myself. Yeah. Right. I, don't, I don't want to look like a real yeah. person that doesn't have you know. I'm a real boy. Right. And then also to be able to like communicate that to the photographer. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because that's, that's the biggest thing. Communicate. You know, telling. Talking to each other about what the vision is and then and then working on it until you get it right. So for sure and finding the right one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not everyone's gonna be able to do it. So. For sure. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, what do you think was your most difficult shoot you've had? Um, <clears throat> Maybe not necessarily difficult. Like in person, yeah, or did just difficult. Maybe you were like, maybe the lighting was really tough to work with. <laughs> You're like, well, that, so I'm telling you, in, in You're the like really fixated on the lighting. Well, no, like, I'm, just, the lighting? I'm yeah. trying, I'm yeah, trying to be more of like a technical yeah, question. No, like really in the CrossFit space, it's literally like every single time that someone says, Hey, can we shoot in the gym or can we shoot in a gym or whatever, right? 99% of the time, the gyms are just very poorly Crap. lit it's yeah. just not they're not made to be that way it was a lot of them in our commercial spaces so sure. i understand so we try to do like as many things as possible to help it like if they've got a big roll-up door that thing's coming up all right. the way to the top so we can get as much like light pulling in from there you can also do like crazy things with it you can backlight it from that so there's a lot of different things where like that becomes just like in your tool bag you know you've mm -hmm. done it enough to realize like this is not going to work. This is going to work. How do we, how do we best use that space so that mm -hmm. they look the best? And so that way we can accomplish what we can accomplish. Like sometimes even with pulling in that light in, like you can light them, but the rest of the thing is still look like a cave. And it's right. like, do we care about that? Right. Do we need to show the gym in the background? If not, then just let it go away. Like right. let it, let yeah. it turn black if we need sure. to. So there's just a lot of challenges there for that. But as far as like the most difficult shoot ever, it wasn't so much like the, technicality of it it was like getting there oh, okay. so this was back when I was shooting weddings and I actually got hired to go shoot a wedding in Italy 
And I don't know if you remember, but there was that time where the volcano in like Iceland or some place like that erupted. And it sent so much ash in the air that they grounded all flights, <gasps> like everywhere. You could not fly from the U.S. to I Europe or that. anywhere. So um, <clears throat> the crazy thing was, is when it erupted, it was like a week and a half before their wedding was supposed to go off. Oh my god! And so me and like all the rest of the family weren't getting in there until like three days before the wedding, whereas they had gone a week early and then they were staying a week after for like mm -hmm. a honeymoon type thing. Like all their guests. So they were there three days before they shut all the airports down. Nobody else was. None of their family. I wasn't. Nobody could get on a flight. And so for three straight days, I was trying to call and be like, hey, are there any flights going? No. And I'm talking about like three or four hours on the phone just waiting on hold oh until someone God, would tell nightmare. you that you couldn't go. Yeah. So I remember it was a Saturday night, no, Sunday, and I was about ready to go to bed. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to call one last time randomly. So I call the number and it immediately picks up, which is weird because I've been holding for like three or something right. hours. And the lady's like, hey, what can I do for you? I told her my flight number, where I needed to go, that I really needed to get there. And she's like, actually, I have one seat available tomorrow morning. It leaves at like 545. Oh, my God. So it's like 1130 at night. I haven't packed. I haven't. I mean, everything is just like not ready to yeah. go. And so I get on a flight the next morning. I was the only, like me and his parents were the only people on their entire wedding that actually showed up. No. What? Nobody else made it. No. Not one, not one person. Oh. So it was like a crazy like three day period of, she's just, she would call me and just bawling her eyes out. She's like, we can't get any of our family here. You can't be here. She's like, I don't even have someone who can do this so that I can like show my family that we got married. Right. So they had it all planned out. It ended up being like a really, really cool trip. That's a story for another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that was probably the most difficulty I've ever had trying to get to a shoot to even do it. That is crazy. For sure, but yeah, that was crazy. Is there a place or maybe a company or maybe a person? A person that like is like a goal uh, thing that you'd want to shoot, like whether it's like a you know doing a type of photography or shooting a very a specific event. Um, I mean, as a CrossFit photographer, like you obviously want to go to the games eventually. And you know, what's interesting about this whole changeover is that I think there's, I mean, I hate that everyone lost their job because some right. of these guys are my friends and right. I know them and I, I, I love their work. So it's not even like they were doing a bad job, Right. Um, but it definitely allows some of us who kind of been on the outside to have a little more opportunities. Mm -hmm. So it's been actually interesting how much more we've been able to do even in this last couple months now that it's not being controlled so to speak right, with, they don't have a with hq right? yeah um so like i mean i would love to go shoot the games eventually but the biggest thing for me um right now is i just really like working with the people like probably the my favorite thing in being a photographer and then also owning the gym is like the human interaction like mm -hmm. that's my favorite part really so i can't really say there's anyone in particular that i like want to go shoot but Literally, I, I, I would be excited to shoot anybody who's who's part of this space. Like, mm -hmm. CrossFit for me has been such an amazing opportunity to kind of grow as a person even, just with the community side of it and how it affects other people's lives. And I love every time there's like a story that's produced where someone, their whole life has been changed either through CrossFit or right. some association with it. So to me, it's just every time I meet a new person, whether it's a high-level athlete or some random guy from a gym, like what you can learn from people is just like the most fun for me when it comes to doing this type of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Last but not least, what is your, like for all like the more camera nerds out there. Yeah. What's your favorite like rig setup? Um, I mean, I'm a Canon photographer, always have been. So it's kind of one of those things like once you stick with something, you just do it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have a one DX Mark three because it gives you the best range of everything. It's their, biggest camera it's the most expensive but it gives you the big, biggest range because you can use it as a portrait uh, camera but it's also psycho speed for all this type of stuff where we have to shoot action so that's probably my favorite go-to and then I love being able to kind of isolate people down in fact a lot of times when I go to win jobs like the biggest comment I get is how intimate I can make the photo look so my 70 to 200 to 8 as far as the lens is probably my go-to because it gives me a little bit of flexibility to pull out but it really allows me to kind of like zoom into like what I'm focused on. Mm -hmm. um, so that's probably my my best kit. So is that a lot of like you're talking about like, like depth of feel? 
Yeah, it's not, I mean, it is, it, so on a full frame camera, it's its own like zoom, like mm -hmm. 70 to 200 is its thing. There's no crop factor. Um, so it does allow you to kind of like isolate that person or the object mm -hmm. away from the background. Yeah. So you do, you get the, you get the buka effect where it's basically yeah. just blurred out behind them. Is it buka or boca? I don't know. Boca, buka. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. I've I just learned know. about this. Probably. Because our friend uh, Daniel's like super into it. So he's always like, look at the boca. <laughs> look probably, at the boca. Who knows? Sorry, I wasn't trying to No, no, no. <laughs> I really don't know. That wasn't my We'll intent. have to look it up. I just thought maybe I'd hey, be saying it wrong. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Siri, is it buka? Because <laughs> I didn't know what that was. And I was like, no, oh, it's yeah, like the yeah. blur behind, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah, basically yeah. when you just isolate that from the back there. Yeah, and that's, very cool. It probably goes back to when I first started photography. I actually, I couldn't stand when people were in my images. I... I liked uh, still life and I liked landscape. And so like if someone got in my photograph, I would be like, why are you right. there? No. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I, I liked the concept of taking like ordinary objects and making them look um, extraordinary or yeah. whatever you want to call it. So I really like when I first started shooting weddings, I was like assisting for other people. And for the longest time, it would be like, uh, like it would, it would hurt my feelings <laughs> to be doing it. But then what's actually interesting is I learned that storytelling is a huge part of that, right? You're trying yeah. to tell a story with what you're doing. And that's what kind of made me realize, like, one, wedding photography can be super fun and super artistic. Um, and then everything else that goes along with it is that you're not just photographing an item anymore. It's you're telling a story. You're, you're, you're demonstrating something with that. So that's why I could do wedding photography and enjoy it right. for so long is that I, I got out of that space where people were just like, ew. And it was like, <laughs> what story are we trying to tell right. with these images? So, yeah. It's you. Ew. What are you well, doing? Yeah, well, a lot of it's probably because you really can't control what they're doing. Yeah, you Sometimes, really can. Like, especially if you're yeah. doing a wedding. Like, oh, yeah. You, that... you want to capture a beautiful moment, but you might have one of these in the background. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just made me the ew. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what's funny is the you're the ew, Gina. Yeah. You, I would for sure you're be the ew. I would, man. I There's would... literally a photo that I have. Do you remember the photo uh, I showed you? It's from regionals, or maybe it was the oh. somewhere. And I'm getting a photo with this person. He Someone... tagged me in this photo, and yeah. in the background is Gina. No, <laughs> I remember looking at the scoreboard or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the leaderboard. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, there was <laughs> when I. When I first awesome. when I first came to photograph Brooke for mm -hmm. Perkia, we were out to lunch in the afternoon. Yeah, that's right. And that. we were just because you were drinking a coffee and you had like the rings on and yep. everything else like that. And I just remember there was a couple of two or three that I sent you that you were like, "Well, I look great, but look at you, <laughs> look at you yeah. in the background." That's a common. Just, it's a common issue. Yeah, it's, it's a common problem. It's, I mean, it's like your pause face is just kind of like yeah. <laughs> I don't. I never thought of myself as a mouth breather, but I'm realizing I'm your a mouth. mouth. I, my mouth is hanging open all the time. Like what yeah. the hell? But yeah, I'm working on that. Do you consciously tell yourself to like? Close now I'm it. trying yeah. to because I've seen so many pictures. It's not like I've you know been around like in front of cameras and stuff as much as I have with her. And yeah. so all of a sudden I'm like, wow. What am I doing? I mean, we were, video, I'm like, what? We were just at dinner for Daniel and Sam and we were playing cards. We were playing a game after we had dinner at the bar <laughs> next door. And like, there's a, a rule, You there's like one card you play and you like make a rule. Yeah. So like one of the rules was every time Gina had to drink, you guys had, had to make to, a confused face. We had to make face. her confused face, <laughs> which Gina's confused face is this. <laughs> It's like my okay. mouth hanging open. Yeah. yeah. But like Daniel and Sam would just do this like. Ugh. It was like smelling shit. It was like smelling shit. Ugh. Speaking of DJ is walking in. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to this episode with Brooke and Gina between the reps. Mm -hmm. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe. subscribe. Five, star Five star rating. rating. Uh, where can we find you, Eric? Uh, Imam Photo. At Imam Photo. On Instagram. And uh, CrossFit Veer in Arizona, if you guys are ever there. And Mesa, also literally, you know, next to every other area. It's always like a 10 minute yeah. drive. Yeah, if you're like... flying into Phoenix, go and check out CrossFit Beer. And um, we'll definitely have you on again when we have our new setup. Mm -hmm. Sounds great. Very cool. On the road with Brooke and Gina. On the road. On the road. <laughs> on the road again. Just gonna Don't, I'm not gonna start singing. We gotta, we, gotta, we gotta cut it off right there. This is like where it starts to get weird. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Yep. We will talk to you next time. See ya. Talk to you next time. Bye!
Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.